So my friends, we have a relation in our three um, last weeks that we celebrated two weeks ago, the baptism of the Lord, um, and that we, we reflected on how on account of our baptism, we are objectively made holy, we are adopted as sons and daughters of God, and as a result, we're called to live a real canonizable holiness, um, and that that is all of us who have been baptized are called to live that. And then last week, we considered um, that we're... This holiness is to be lived in a personal relationship with our Lord who invites us to come and see and that we have to know him and that we have to spend that time with him and get to know him and we'll be converted through that personal relationship um, which then we are called, all of us are called on account of our baptismal relationship with the Lord to then go out and share him with those in our close circles. We hear how Andrew went and found his brother Peter and um, said, we found the Messiah, the Christ. And so we too are called to go out and share the gospel. All of us are called to apostolate. All of us are called to this spreading of the gospel. But today we reflect on how after this, um, and after that passage, which is in John's gospel, probably, you know, a good three to six months goes by, and now our Lord comes and he's proclaiming the gospel, and he sees um, those he had already met, Peter and Andrew and John, and he maybe had met James already, um, and they're in the middle of their daily work, and he calls them to a more radical availability, a more radical way of life in following him, uh, namely to leave what they're doing and to become fishers of men, to become those totally available for the spread of the gospel. And so it's so important. Now that, that is an important word, right? They're not called to be more dedicated. All of us should have the same level of dedication, right? I shouldn't be more dedicated than anybody in here to the spread of the gospel. But what I've been called to in my life is to be more available. That my life has been set aside for the proclamation of the gospel and the celebration of the sacraments, for building up the faithful of God, building up God's faithful people. That is the call, and that's the way that I live, not only my baptismal uh, sacramental configuration to Christ, but that through holy orders as well. It's not more dedication. It's more availability, more of a specific mission, task, to be a fisher of men. And that we need this that this is an indispensable part of the life of the church, to have those who give themselves over with greater availability in order to spread the gospel and work for the holiness of God's people. Now again, very clear in what we mean when we talk about this call to the priesthood or consecrated life or any kind of dedicated apostolate. It doesn't mean more dedication. It also doesn't mean objectively more holiness. That somehow... Because I got ordained, I'm holier than all y'all, and that this is, um, I've been promoted in the church. That's not what it means. What it means is that I have been set aside for the proclamation of the gospel. That I've left behind in my life the nets of whatever other occupation I could have busied myself about, 
and even um, family. Uh, a little, little bit of joy. Um, my sister had, had her baby yesterday, if they're watching. Uh, hi. Uh, and so it's great. Like, the baby's actually on, their, on his way home right now, right? How great is it? Like, welcoming a new baby into the house. It'd be great to be there with my family right now. Um, but no, because I've been set aside. And I hope to go see them later this afternoon. Um, but uh, this is, um, but no, like, there's this. This is what my life is about. Not let's take a day off or go do it. Like, no, this, this is it. Um, spreading the gospel, celebrating the sacraments. Leave that other stuff behind. How much sadness can we see in the church when our priests, in particular, try to live with a foot in both worlds? That our priests try to have left the world, but also stay in the world. And so we have priests who live a tremendous worldliness. Pope Francis said, worldliness is the enemy of Jesus. And when our priests want to live a worldly life, where we're so concerned um, about, about how much money I have and how much money I can save up and going on exotic vacations um, and getting my time off, right? Got to have my day off. Oh, what? You need the sacrament? It's my day off, right? That's my time. No, that's baloney. Leave it behind. Come and follow me. Whole life, whole life of availability, radical availability to the spreading of the gospel, radical availability, and that this is necessary in the church, and that God is calling, and unless people are willing to answer his call, then it will, um, the faith will die out. Uh, St. John Vianney said, like, leave a, leave a parish without a good pastor, a loving pastor, uh, and you'll find in one generation the people become pagans. Um, and uh, in our church, unless more faithful, particularly now focusing on the priesthood, unless more faithful young men answer the call, look, what we went through uh, 10 months ago, 8 months ago, when we didn't have mass, didn't have confessions, didn't have sacraments readily available, had our, a lot of our churches uh, locked up, that'll be the norm. Uh, if more faithful young men don't answer God's call, to leave their nets behind, and yes, even leave their family, and come and follow him, and give themselves entirely to him, and to do it with total dedication, not in a, not in a halfway way, right? Because uh, that's the other problem. Uh, and I could tell you of the men entering seminary um, that they're not doing it in a halfway uh, dedication. Um, but that those we want, we want men who are totally dedicated, who are all in, who are willing to give everything for our Lord Jesus Christ, who are not afraid of the dangers, who are not afraid of the difficulties, but men who are willing to give everything. I just was reading in a book, uh, Man the Saint, just yesterday. Dangerous? Of course. Every day has its cross, but every day also has its grace. Cowards should stay at home and do nothing but listen to the tales of what their brothers are doing. That we... When it comes to the seminary, uh, cowards need not apply. That this is, we need courageous and faithful men who are aware of their weakness, absolutely. Um, all of the apostles suffered their weaknesses. All of the apostles fell short of the ideal. But we don't change the ideal because of that. Rather, we confess our sinfulness. And we confess and we ask our Lord more and more for the grace to follow him. The grace to be faithful. We need more faithful, loving priests who are willing to give everything 
in total availability to God's people. Leave your nets behind. Even leave your family behind. And become a fisher of men with total dedication, long hours, low pay. Uh, Many times you don't see the rewards um, in this life. Uh, The amount of times, even just in a a few short years as a priest, that someone said like, oh, oh, Father, you said this, that one. I don't remember saying that, right? That sounds like good advice. I don't don't think I'm smart enough to say that. Um, But that it happens. A lot of times you don't see the rewards. You don't know the lives you touch. You don't know the people who encounter our Lord. Um, That the life of a priest, though, what a life to give yourself entirely to the Lord, um, to have the total availability, the total dedication for the building up of God's people in holiness. But it's a life that requires 100%. It's a life that requires leaving everything behind. And so my friends, uh, today, as we consider this call of Peter and Andrew and James and John, we need to pray in our world, in our church, in our diocese, and even in our parish for more faithful young men to answer this call of the Lord, to give everything in service of him, to give everything for the upbuilding of uh, his people. When I'm dying one day, however long from now, I want a priest who's going to come and hear my confession and who's going to anoint me and who's going to help shepherd my soul from this life to the next. And so we need to pray. Um, And that the call doesn't come from someone, it doesn't, call isn't answered by some other people. There's no one else. There's no Calvary coming over the hill. This is it. Who's going to step up? Who's going to answer the Lord's call? Who's going to say, I will follow, leaving their nets behind, leaving their family behind, and ensuring the holiness of God's people for at least the next generation, then a generation after that. We need faithful men who are willing to answer God's call. And so this needs to be our prayer, our heartfelt prayer, and that we need to encourage Um, those we know who the Lord may be calling to answer the call, to be brave, to be courageous, to not just sit at home and watch what their brothers are doing, but to get in the game and to really follow our Lord. This is our prayer today. So we ask our Lord to grant for our local church in the Archdiocese of Hartford and even from our parish, many faithful vocations to the holy priesthood uh, so that the gospel in all of its richness may be spread. So sacraments may be celebrated for the upbuilding of God's people and all may come to know the love and mercy of our Savior, Jesus Christ.